Welcome to another episode of Gilligan's Isle of ADD. Uh, I guess today I just wanted to briefly talk about uh, OSR conversions and basically how much information do you need in an adventure to run it. If you're going to go and you're going to grab, let's say, a, a basic fantasy um, adventure and you really like it and you want to run it, but your, your group plays 5e or your group plays white box, um, you're, you, you need the, the basic information to be able to convert it, right? You're, you're not going to stop and be like, you know what, I'm not going to run this because it requires too effort for me to change it to the system I want to use. And I don't want to use the system that it was originally used for, right? You're, you're going to just make do with what you have. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up was that I had released an adventure last year called A Fool's Errand. And when I, when I put it out, I, I did, there's like, I'm going to guess six pages of conversion notes. And I don't know if it's a cop-out on my end to be like not writing it for specific system. Um, but I thought, you know what, this is just a handy little thing. And I'd, I'd seen this before in, um, in a few adventures, namely uh, the Blaze, uh, Maze of the Blue Medusa had some conversion notes in it. Um, so I thought, okay, well, this is kind of handy because now it's not so much system agnostic as it is just here's your here's the basic D and D ness of the adventure and uh, stuff to get you by, right? And then from there, here's here's the descending armor class chart. Uh, here's the you know notes on if it asks to make a save. Well, you, you can come up with your own plan on that. I guess you know it, it begs the question. You know, I guess for me, does it begs the question: Do I write adventures for a specific system? Do I continue to keep writing sort of these basic OSR type adventures? Um, and if I am doing that, or if you're doing that, how much information do you need for a monster, for example? Um, like for myself personally, I never really give two craps about the uh, movement, right? Like, that's not a thing for me. I, I don't, I mean, zombies are slow, right? I know that, you know, I don't, uh, and it's partially because I don't do any grid stuff, and I, and most of the adventures I run are very, um, uh, you know, theater of the mind. Um, so that never really enters into it for me. I mean, I've, I've put movement rates in adventures because I feel like some people need them. Uh, and then also the other thing about movement rates is, uh, you know, most of the time it's in feet, right? Um, not that in Canada I use meters for anything because I don't. Um, and we never suggest, hey, I'm going to move eight meters, you know. Uh, that's not really a thing. But it begs the question, does it have to have both? Does it even need to be there? I don't know. Uh just sort of some random thoughts for the morning here. So yeah, that I guess is probably a, enough of that. Uh, let me know your thoughts on that. Does do, do you stop yourself if you see a, you know, if if you run basic fantasy and you see a cool lot FP adventure or a cool blue home adventure, do you stop yourself and be like, yeah, I'm not going to buy this because it's not my system of choice. My personal opinion is probably the answer is no, you're going to buy it and you're going to run it because 
you're excited about it, right? Um, and I think, you know, there's so many people out there who have their own fantasy heartbreaker um, version of the game that, um, you know, there's, there's probably, you know, there wouldn't be an adventure that's written specifically for your home game, right? Your, your own set of rules. So you're just going to go with whatever works. Um, I mean, there's been advancements in the, the, the way the game is played over the years, um, some good, some bad, some whatever. Uh, I mean, obviously things like ascending and rolling a d20 and higher numbers just make the game go faster. Um, at least for the most part, I don't know. I, I, I'm back and forth on that. I think you can run... I played in a, a few games with Steve at uh, Hogtown Games there, and he's ran uh, Thaco, and I thought it went just as fast, but... That's besides the point. I'm derailing myself here a little bit. Um, the one thing I was going to mention was that I noticed, uh, I think on Tanker's Tavern Facebook, somebody had posted a link to a free uh, basic D&D download game on DriveThru. And I downloaded it. It, to me, looks like a trimmed-down version of second edition era so like basic second edition or something i don't know uh it's on watsy or it's on drive through it's on under um watsy's stuff um yeah so there's that it's out there i downloaded it because i download anything that's free because i'm always excited i grabbed the age of the immortals or something that came out a little while ago um just with like Immortal rules uh, for basic D&D. Anyway, I feel like I'm slowly running out of things to talk about. Uh, if you're looking for that adventure or a set of rules that I just briefly talked about, uh, head over to the Facebook page um, and uh, on uh, Tanker's Tavern Facebook page. I'm sure you can find the link there. I should pro I'll probably try and put a post up on Three Toadstools about it as well. Um, maybe with some initial thoughts looking through it. Uh, I, I think we have, we have more than enough options for nerd games. Um, I mean, OSC, uh, Old School Essentials is, is the most popular one right now. Everybody seems to like the more basic trimmed down kinds of games. Um, OSC, there's, the SRD is available for free online, so... Once you download the, you know, the, the basic rules that goes up to levels four, if you need to know more information after that fact, it's all right there, um, which is super handy. I likely, the next game I run is probably going to be OSC, um, but just with, like, I have my basic book. Um, so it'll either be OSC or it's going to be uh, Basic Fantasy, one of the two. Uh, talk to the guys at work, and uh, I think we're going to finish up my little... Uh, 5e kind of thing and then move on to uh, possibly Isle of Dread uh, I did just get a copy of Tomb of Ele uh, Tomb of Elemental Evil uh, is coming and um, Saga of the Shadow Lord which looks like a railroad but looks like a fun one and looks like a fairly long term campaign so I might do that one uh, after I read it um, should give me a little bit of time here to get through the last of the 5e adventure that one I'm gonna put up 
I'm not going to release it uh, as such as uh, here's an adventure to pay for. Uh, I'm just going to put it up as a free download on uh, on the Three Toadstools blog, um, and probably just put some like basic, you know, OSR stats, and you can do do what you want. If you want to run it, if you don't want to run it, if you want to read it, it's all good. Um, complete with some terrible Shane art, which I've been working on. Uh, when I'm on the phone, <laughs> just farting around at work. So, uh, yeah, anyway, I hope you guys all have a good afternoon and uh, probably get my button gear here. Okay, take it easy.